On this episode of Don't Evolve Me, we get Jake in his epic voice. <laughs> this time on Don't Evolve Me, we convince you to go to the dark side. And no, we don't have cookies. Because we're evil. Why the fuck will we have cookies, motherfucker? We got pancakes. <laughs> fuck pancakes. We get waffles. Ooh, this dark side sounds nice. With raisins. Are we supposed to be using our evil voice? I don't know what my evil voice sounds like. We could do our emperor voice. Oh, Batman. Join me. Join the dark side. Batman's on the dark side. Use your anger. Give in Batman. to your hate, Donald. Yes. Strike me down I'm and you'll Batman. be stronger than you ever was before. Stern. Kill <laughs> <laughs> the music. Alright, welcome to Don't Evolve Me, the place like Ash Cushions Pikachu. We don't evolve, we just level up. And in this episode, this is a state of review. Star Wars, the original trilogy. That's right, episode four, five, six, and that's it. This, you know, pretty much take up the whole episode. Yeah, this should pretty much take up the whole episode. We gotta finish cleaning up from our cookie we just had, though, after that intro. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. We got stuff it. all over the place. It was. Oh, yeah. It became an orgy in here, I swear. Orgy? Who else joined? Your Funko Pops. Right. <laughs> Oh. They were looking at me kind of funny, like right now. Yeah. Okay, we should we should not look at them. Which 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 one? You know, all of them. Look at those little Pokemon looking at me. <laughs> Charmander's right at me. It's like it's, don't just don't say Gro- Grogu. No, not the children. <laughs> don't do that <laughs> <Not> here. <the laughs> we don't do that here. <laughs> no, you know, look at the Pokemon. Yeah, bestiality's fine. Not not the children. Yeah, all right, yeah, this I is mean, not the start. If that. you can screw a bear, you can screw a bear. Crosses the line when you screw a child. I, th- I think the bears also cross that line. The bear? <laughs> I mean, if someone told you that no. they screwed a bear, would that not be impressive in a way? That'd be kind of impressive. Yeah, it would be impressive. It's I still have a lot of questions of that person. I mean, I have a lot of questions it's, too, but I'd be like... Like, okay, good. good. I still owe you a high five for that. That's impressive. I don't know if it's a high five moment. It's more of a, okay, impressive, but um, why? You just got to learn to enjoy life a little more, you know? Okay, we're, we're way off track. <laughs> anyway, off track. You know, like, I'm not really for bestiality. No, me neither. What's the word when it's uh, two siblings get at it? Incest? Oh, yeah. What were we talking about incest today? goddamn star wars oh yeah we are <laughs> i don't know if this is a planned incest i'm gonna be honest like <laughs> i hope they changed yeah and they're like oh you're gonna change how this story goes and you're like oh all right let's get into it show me your wares you already know you don't have any wares on i'm not letting you on this show i was gonna say i was wearing a cool killer costume and i was dressed as scyther and Jake's little room because Scyther's like the Pokemon with the blades and, and it was the swords and that's how bestiality and, happened in this podcast and, apparently and, and Jake said I, I can't lie so yeah I'm just wearing my work clothes I'm wearing Deadpool and Spider-Man yeah of course he wore it this time because last time I gave him crap for not wearing anything it's fine <laughs> I see well it's not Star Wars cookie crumbles it's not Star, it's not Star Wars, Wars related. So it doesn't work 
Yeah, but who, right. who actually has Star Wars clothes? Let's be honest. I have a couple shirts. I, I mean, I have I have like Mandalorian clothes because Mandalorian is pretty cool. Same thing. But, yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. What are you nerding out on? You got anything new? New that I'm nerded out on from the last time? Yeah, two weeks. Not that far. Yeah, it really is not that far down, and I'm just sad that it's already midsummer. Birthday's passed. Oh, it's past you can see midsummer. It. Click it through. You can already see the daylight go away. In this, it's crazy. Like it's eight o'clock, and it's like it's dark outside already. And then we're like, no, so sad. But uh, what am I nerding out on? Is uh, I'm reading a couple books, which uh, I don't know if people know. Like, what well, from read books? I like really get into reading books again. So like, <laughs> what are you? What are you my, gonna do? My book reading has been like. Boom. Oh, man, I've read a ton lately. Like what? So my friend got me into them. Uh, just, you know, books and some fun inspirational fun books. that are Not inspirational, but they're like real based on the true story books. What is, what is the title of the book? Oh, the title of the book. Gosh. You're going very vague. I don't know the title of the book. <laughs> Something Adventure into the Wild. And then All of the Bright Things. Okay. Which I finished reading. And now I'm on to this other book. Let me let me just figure out what it's called really quick because I really I don't pay attention to the title. I just you read just the book. Read the book. I was gonna say I was gonna call you out a little bit because you go in like this you know vague like oh yeah I read a story it was good it was about a guy who did something it's very inspirational well, I mean, and yeah. based on a true story and I'm not gonna tell you any details because I didn't actually read this book. No, I'm reading like I think I finished six books in the last month. You ever read The Huntress? That's a pretty good book uh-huh. too. Uh, but I read that one a while ago. I am a bad reader. Like I read comic books, but I, and I haven't even read comic books since March, really. But uh, I just no. I like there was a period of time where I read a bunch of Stephen King books. Green oh. Mile is probably one of my favorite. I also read Dan Brown. Angel, Angels and Demons was one of my favorites too. Da Vinci Code is a classic. A way better book than a movie. Holding Up the Universe is my current book. Oh, nice. Other than the uh, Wild Awakenings, the other one. That's what it is. A Wild Awakening and Holding Up the Universe. Nice. There's an ADHD book my um, therapist wanted me to read, so I might give that. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for books. It's people hate when I read books. So, like, I read a book and I'll read it like in two days, and it's been a problem. The problem is I'll read the whole book. Cause I, I mean, get that's into a it. good problem. Then now. I read the whole thing, and then I over- analyze the book, and I send the people the analyzation. They're like, "What the that what?" You, you need, compared you to people's need to lives, join, you need to join a book club. Yeah, I joined a book. If I <laughs> if I joined a book club, I'd get kicked out the first week. They'd be like, "You read too much, and you finished the book." And I'm like, "Yeah, I did." <laughs> yeah, I you did. Need, you need like the extreme book club. Right? Yeah, I need an extreme book club. I'll read one book a week. Well, maybe do meet once a month. Do one book a month. That'd be fun. Just to talk yeah. about the book and how people in their lives they've seen, like, and they actually input their lives in the book. Like, this reminds me of my grandma. My grandma used to do this, and that's who I kind of look at this character. So you can kind of build that characterization in your yeah. head. Oh, my God, that's so fun. You know, when you think about this, this is kind of like our book club. This is kind of like our book club. So we do it club. We're, nerd stuff. Yeah, we're, we're, you know, watching movies, watching TV shows. It's Star this is Wars. book club. This is book club. We do compare ourselves to the characters quite a bit. I don't think we've done that yet. But if Jake was a character, let's think about this for a second. No. What Star Wars character would I be? If you were a Star Wars character in the mm-hmm. original trilogy? Yeah, all of it. All of it. Over the whole universe. Oh, well, yeah. Whatever we've seen. Charge our banks. No. <laughs> that literally was going to say what I was going to say for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. But in reality, if Jake was a character in Star Wars, 
Finn? I was thinking Finn. Finn? Yeah. Good character. I think so. Underutilized. Under underutilized a little bit. Kind of in the background. Yeah. Not necessarily always. I can see myself as Anakin. He does too. a lot of work. Does a lot of good things. Not so much in the kidding, killing kid department, but more of the, like his strategies usually be very aggressive up front, but also like have a plan in the background. Yeah, I can see. I can see that too. I was gonna say Anakin. So. That worked too. Finn or Finn. Anakin. Yeah. I think Finn's a good fit. Such think... a good person. Good. Good overall. You have, structure. A, you have a good Luke Luke five. Five. I can be your father. You can call me daddy anytime. I just called you daddy about thirty minutes ago. Don't you remember that? <laughs> That's how the quickie started. All right. Uh, what am I nerding out on? Obviously, Star Wars. A lot of Star Wars the last two weeks. A lot of movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, we watched, up. watched all three. I like had to force myself to watch two of them last night and this morning because I was expecting you to say, oh, yeah, tomorrow night. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, we better get this in. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's uh, bunker down and let's do this. Um, Zelda. I've just been on the Zelda train lately. Oh, the Zelda. And uh, one last thing. I don't know if I'd say nerding out on, but kind of. I've been doing my TikTok reviews for all the Marvel movies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen a couple of those. Yeah. So, if you guys want to check them out, don't involve me on TikTok. Trying to keep you up, keep up on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and YouTube as well, doing the shorts. It's hard to do one and then redo the others, and then Instagram kicked me out for like two, three days. Just wouldn't upload. Huh. So, really weird. All right. Let, let's get into a news quickie. It's time for a news to me. I still think you call it news to me. I'm still on that news to me train. Yeah, no, it's a news quickie. All right, we don't have much. We did just have a quickie, so second quickie, let's go. Second quickie, I I don't have that stamina. All right, Gran Turismo is out by the time this comes out, and apparently it's okay. Read a review on it. It is. Gran Turismo, the movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. I mean, that's what I looked like. It'd be yeah. like an okay. I didn't, it's not something like, wow, I really need to see this movie. I actually thought it was going to be a pretty decent film. I don't know if it was going to be like amazing, but I'm like, oh, this looks pretty decent. I would have felt like it's an okay movie. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's based on a true story, too. Have you ever heard of Strange Planet, the comic web series? No. Well, it is a web comic that's often on Facebook, Twitter. Actually, I don't know if it's on Twitter, but I know it's on Facebook or I guess X now. Your uh, former employer, employer is doing some interesting things with um, former Twitter. Yep. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, welcome X. to X. It's going to be the everything app. So it's supposed to be eventually. Okay. Banking and all that kind of stuff through one app. and I have so much more I would want to say, but I don't want to put you in a spot. All right. Strange Planet okay. is out, and it looks to be pretty decent. <laughs> Apparently, Dan, I didn't know this, but Dan Harmon, the guy who does Rick and Morty in Community. Is helping out with strange planet. Strange planet. That's news to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Last one. I don't know if you saw this, but Pokemon released new Pokemon. Paradox Pokemon is what they called. What? I didn't they, see this. They released a old one and a new one, and one of the old ones is Raikou. Really? Yeah, he looks like a giant uh, giraffe. You should look up the picture. Raikou Pokemon. And then uh, Cabalion, who's like a futuristic What about that robot. weird apple-looking Pokemon? Oh, yeah, the new weird apple. I mean, I forget what his name is. Yeah, I didn't think much of him. And that is the news. What the heck? They made him into the other thingy thing. <laughs> Draffering? 
they made him like if you think about uh, what's that I mean it looks like a giraffe for sure 100% it's 100% just a giraffe look up waking water uh, what waking water waking water yep Pokemon but that's like Suicune yeah that's an old one that came out I actually really like uh, Suicune's Paradox form, Waking Waters. It's pretty good. All right, moving on. Just going uh, like prehistoric times. Cool. Anyway, yeah. I want to give Me. a fresh take. Fresh take. Fresh take. Want to be really quick. Fresh watch. takes. One of the movies I watched is Us and Get Out. Have you watched those two? I'm assuming. Us, Us, Get Out I've seen. Us, 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 Us. Us? Jordan Peele's uh, horror film, Get Out, Us, and Nope. Oh, no, I haven't seen Us yet. Nope. I haven't seen Us. Us. But I seen Get Out. Pretty good movie. I, like, when I first watched it, I was really confused and I was kind of down on it, but now rewatching, I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a four minus for me. It's a borderline great film. Everything else is a four. Like, his movie Get Out is probably a five. Uh, nope is, like, a four plus. Really, inter- Nope is a really interesting take on Hollywood on top of the fact that it's a sci-fi alien film, but not the way you think it is. <laughs> so... I'd say check it out. I want to go more into it, but you haven't watched it, so there's not much to discuss. Plus, we yeah. got Star Wars. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, let's get it. Well, yeah, it's three movies, man. We got to get into this. Get three rolling. movies in a season? No, that's not how it works. Yeah, three movies in a season? <laughs> there's lots of seasons. Yeah, there's tons of seasons in Star Wars of different alleys and avenues. And... All right, Star Wars. Episode, Episode four. A New Hope, or just originally, Star Wars. Yeah, the original Star Wars of ninth. 1977. How so. did we do this last? Did we go rating first or did we go rating last? Man, I, thought, I don't even remember. I think we went rating I first, we, right? I think we did last. I think we went last. For sure we went last. You think we went last? Yeah. Because we talked about how like we wanted to rate we rated the first movie's crappy crappy. We got the last movie at the end. We're like, that was like a... Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, New Hope. A lot of people loves this one. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to love this one. This yeah. is one of those films that I think is like, is just nostalgia. Yeah. It's straight up nostalgia. This is Star Wars intro, Star Wars. This film, from a film history standpoint, really is like groundbreaking. Before it its a, time. Before its time. It's a groundbreaking sci fi action film that mm-hmm. is kind of was supposed to be its own thing it wrapped up it wasn't planned to be the part of this trilogy and it really feels that way and it's kind of a negative but also a positive that it wraps its own story yep so opening scene i think is pretty iconic because it's about the ship taking over the other ship and i the movie that i watched i don't know what version you watched i watched it with like the new effects yeah, I watched the new effects. It's free on Disney Plus, and I don't own on DVD or back in the day versions. Yeah, I don't own any, so it's. I, I'm curious what like how it looked in the old days with the new. I will say with all these films with the new special effects, sometimes it's just really out of place. Yes, like some of the scenes, it's like, oh wow, okay, these. Uh, I don't know if it does it justice. Cause I, don't, I forget exactly when they did the... Yeah, sometimes it definitely, like... Mm-hmm. But it does bring out, like, it connects the lore of other... It does. ...projects. But I don't know if it's the greatest. Anyway, opening scene, I think, is iconic. Ship comes down, Empire's in, and immediately you get these stormtrooper-looking things. Oh, yeah, you can sense the bat, like... Let's talk about, first off, let's talk about how they open that movie. Yeah. 
Oh, the title roll? The whole title roll. Like, this is when the title roll started in Star Wars. Like, the, the starting Star Wars title roll started. They gave I, people kind of a synopsis, quick little synopsis of the background yeah. of what this environment is. I, do, just, I do really love that all three of these films kind of have, like, the same outline, the same mold, which yeah. is title crawl hey we're gonna give you all this background information that you need to know for this film and boom action you're in it yeah you're in it. that's what i love it's nice you're in it right it was a yeah. new concept too back in the 77 you know when this came out so yeah. the and title scroll boom you're in the movie and love the practical it. set looks great for especially like in the 70s yeah for the 70s it's pretty practically well done and then vader just enters and he's like Ugh. you can tell like the villainous of vader already and you're like mm. Damn, I don't want to mess with this dude. He's tall. He's, He's tall. breathing. Like, is he real? I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's pretty iconic. I will say, one thing that I noticed, because like, I wrote this on here, it's really weird how this story follows the droids more it does the human characters. That's very true. Because, like, it enters, you know, Leia runs off with R2-D2 and C-3PO, like, we're... Where did you go? Ah, you know, doing the C-3PO panicking. He has a lot of anxiety for being a robot. Yeah. These robots are real in this universe. And then, like, I, I keep thinking about Family Guy's version of Star Wars and all the jokes they make. <laughs> yeah. there's so much things that just, like, if you want to nitpick at, you know, because, like, the, the droids go out and there's no any life forms. And I just remember Family Guy. I'm like, are you sure? You sure there's no life forms? Why don't we just shoot anyway? Are we saving lasers these days? yeah exactly <laughs> like why not shoot it turns out to be the droids they were looking for all along you know so then you know droids goes to the jawas they get captured by the jawas and then that's where introduction luke comes into the film yep and luke's character is interesting to me i never really bought and i'm trying not to slander luke here but i never really bought luke skywalker as a, like a real great hero he kind of just fell kind of yeah, he kind of kind of dumb. A little bit. I mean, especially in the first film, but he kind of just like fell into his destiny. Like his destiny was set up, but he kind of just fell into it. Right? Yeah. All about the droids. Oh, they happen to be looking for these droids. And then out of nowhere, yeah. he run, like the droid runs off trying to find Obi-Wan. And he runs after it. And then boom, Obi-Wan shows up. Yeah. And I want to say with the, the scene with like the... Tuscans, the Sand People, it was really interesting. One, Luke, all right, Luke gets his ass kicked a lot in this trilogy. Yes, he I, does. and I he do appreciate it. But there's also a lot of times where he does pull off like a Mary Sue aspect of it, and I don't like calling characters Mary Sue because I feel like it, you know, it's more like that term is more trying to take away from a character, usually female characters. But there's a lot of times that Luke just kind of jumps into a situation and he just like wins, and it's like. I don't. How? I don't feel like he <laughs> yeah. should. Not yet. Anyway. Situation. Not yet. And we'll get into it because this movie is very much that for Luke. It is a very straightforward movie, but again, we're talking about seventy-seven here. So. Yeah, it's a very straight movie. It it doesn't build up a whole lot of lore, but it is. It sets up what sets up the rest of the lore. I mean, that's yeah. what it what it does. The prequels. It's it's both are Shakespearean in a way. Yeah. But the prequels was definitely like. We're going to bring up the lore, and then the traditional trilogy is like, nah, we're just getting into the action while we'll we'll explain the lore on the way. And there's sometimes in these trilogies where there's like an info dump, especially like one part in episode three that's just 
No, not episode three. Episode six. That is just really bad. We'll get into that. So yeah. Obi Wan appears. It feels like he just conveniently shows up, and his little like, like his little noises to scare off the sand people is like weird because you don't see that anywhere else. Yeah, it never ever happens ever again. <laughs> Doesn't show any of that ability. I'm like, dude, this guy looks like a fucking wizard. He's like Gandalf hanging out. In the Doesn't desert. he? That's exactly what I thought. Like, you got to think too. Like now, if you're watching the come of the Star Wars series, they're coming out with like, how did he get from that to that in ten years? <laughs> Like, the Obi-Wan series did not show us how he learned that move with his lips. How yeah, did that didn't make that? any sense. Even, yeah, yeah. They, they did a little, like, Obi-Wan. That's why I sure wasn't sure how some of the stuff was written backwards. <laughs> Just gives out the old wizard vibe, which works. I like yeah. it. Um, I like it. I allow it. I like that Obi-Wan. I will say, like, at first Luke was kind of, like, standoffish on Obi-Wan and the whole idea of, like, the Jedi and stuff. Yep. And then, like, he finds out that his, uh, Ben in Peru. Luke! Oh, Luke. That's oh, such my. an iconic one. I, like, I can hear her voice in my head. Yeah, when you say it. It doesn't sound anything like it, but I heard it. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> I tried my best Voice is terrible, but like you hear that scene, and you could, like, I could, I could. You can picture it. You can picture the Luke. I will say, when his family dies, he gives no fucks for his family whatsoever. <laughs> He's like, no, okay, let's go on our space adventure. Well, yeah, we'll get to that part. <laughs> um, also, Obi Wan gives like no fucks either. He like he knew Owen. He knew these people because he like he watched from a distance. No fucks yep. given. Like, oh, cool. They're not a problem anymore. All right, Luke, come on, let's uh, let's get you to join the space cult called the Jedi. The Jedi. I was a Jedi master. Even when he said what he said, he was a Jedi master. Like, like, this movie, taken out of context, is really bad. Like, if you look at Jedi as a view of a cult, and Obi-Wan as, like, a view of, like, a cult leader. Yes. He, uh, he basically just, like, oh, hey, the government burned down the boys. The government was terrible for our cult. Here, come join my cult so we can take it back. <laughs> Let me tell you all about your special powers that you have, Luke. Yeah. A little creepy. <laughs> Just a little bit, which again, family quite just nails the head. Nails. Uh, it's making sense now. All right. So they go with the Moss. Um, yes, Family Guy did a really good parody of this. <laughs> if you haven't seen up. it, please, for the love of God, watch that. I did not family watch Guy. Family Guy beforehand. I used to have the DVD, and I really should just rewatch it now because. I kind of want to watch it now. That should be our next review. We should put a Family Guy one in there just to see how good they did. Uh, fresh takes on Family Guy just make a. Family simple... Guy Star Wars. Here we go. <laughs> But I will say, uh, they go to the Monster Isley, and this is like one of the most like iconic scenes ever, especially the cantina, and they walk well, into it. Dun, 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 I will dun, say, dun, if you dun, take dun, it, dun, if you dun, didn't dun, think dun, that dun, dun, Jedi perspective, first of all, like it kind of makes sense, like, hey, these people are here to do some bad stuff. So then they, then they do do some bad stuff, but I'll look quickly how like that death is like, meh. It's the 70s, you know. You don't want to show a death on screen too much, and... Yeah, I will say, emotion. like, the Jedi in, like, the original films had no qualms of killing. Yep. And not like they went out of their way to kill, but, like, if it went against their goals. Like, uh, in the scene, the Mos Eisley scene, like, Ben Kenobi was quick to throw out his lightsaber and chop off some hands, right? Yep. Or did he kill the guy? Yeah, we don't know. Technically. I for- yeah, technically. I feel like it was played off that he killed. I actually completely forget that scene. But yeah, it's a good thing to point out that it was like a no holds barred. But it's a whole nother galaxy too. But anyway, and then enter they enter Han Solo, the man who shot first, the myth himself. <laughs> I I love that scene. That he, the fact like the scene that he shoots first, I actually really like that for Han Solo because it shows like how dangerous he is. 
Yep. He's cool and dangerous. You you get that vibe too, and I think if you're thinking back at kid in the seventies, you see some guy being like that cool, you're like, I'm in. <laughs> Harrison Ford. There's so many times during this trilogy where Harrison Ford will just do something cool, and I'm like, God damn, he's like. Yeah, he takes the movie. I mean, that's why they created a whole little weird shindig off of how well he played that character. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on Solo now after watching this because there's a lot of the different moments yep. in the trilogy. I was like, oh, I know what happened there. I know the story. Yep. And it's like one of those, like when you actually watch the movie, it's like, wait, why the fuck am I getting the backstory for this? But then you watch the original trilogy. It's like, you know what? I actually like knowing what happens here. I like knowing their little callbacks that they have, which is actually really good writing on their part. I yeah. I will say because they do like the characters interact, like especially the ones who have history. They don't overly share that history. They just go nods, a little bit of nods, a little bit of references here and there. Mm-hmm. And we just pick up that information and put the pieces together that way. And I really like that type of storytelling. And Star Wars, at least the original trilogy, does a really good job of that. Yes. All right. But this guy. I will say, look at my notes. The buy-in from Luke is kind of hard to believe almost. Yes. That'd be tough. Like, you know, hey, your whole existence, like, he wants to go, at first he wanted to be part of the Empire. Yep. Like, he wanted to His whole first mission was to be part of it and build these ships. Mm Mm-hmm. That was his mission. And then his family died, and he was like, oh, I want to be part of the, like, this is just the boy who is dying for action at this point. Yeah. His family dies, he's just like, oh, well, no. first, okay. yeah, even when he meets Ben Kenobi, how is he not more questioning of, like, of the badness of Ben Kenobi? But it, instead, when he first meets him, he's like, I kind of want to go with this Ben Kenobi guy. This he's like, yeah, but you want to become part of the... But, it, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little contradiction, but, you know, it's story writing, whatever. Yeah. You can't get all the pieces and the particles in one movie sometimes. Yeah, like, it's one of those, yeah, it's older, you know? It's, yep. for, it's one of those things that's forgiven. Now, I'm going to say... The whole added like Jabba scene, I don't know how I feel about it, because I like the little bit of Jabba that's in there, but at the same time, I'm like, this just looks out of place. Yes, CGI Jabba in the background of that's like practical. It's like ah, I I I mean, it does make sense that he would be there, but also like it's interesting. Agreed. So anyway, they hire Han. They go in the space adventure. Leia is back on the Death Star. Vader is trying to get information and is threatening. And I thought it was weird because, like, they blew up her planet. Like, that's devastating. Yes. And she's, like, she has a reaction, but it's not, like, a very strong reaction. Like, I feel like if your whole world is destroyed in a blink of an eye, I feel like you just would be tragic. Think uh, Walter White breaking bad when Hank got shot. Spoilers. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry. You should have seen it already. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I guess I'm not sorry. But anyway, yeah. Like that's like the like that's what I think of like the devastation. It's not there again. This, we're nitpicking at this movie, but like it's very. Um, she's fine, and later in this movie, she's fine. But it's just like when you try to like when you're an empath like me, and you're like that doesn't match up. Yeah. How did they not feel worse? But yeah, I mean, overall, like again, we're talking. Try nitpicking it, but trying to keep mm-hmm. the clean story, I think. But I also will say, like, the Death Star scene is so, um, like, I feel like them blowing it up isn't felt as much as it should have been. I think Force Awakens, when everyone dies and they, like, you see the people seeing their gloom and they're all, like, oh, 
you know? Like, it's felt a little bit. Yeah. And that movie has its own faults. And it could, I feel like they could have made that whole scene a lot better and a lot more devastating. But there was, like, I felt nothing for Alderaan yeah. when I first watched this film. Now I feel a little bit of something because I know who's in Alderaan. I know what characters are there. We've seen that world through the Obi-Wan show. But it's, like, when you first watch, it's like, oh, okay, Alderaan's dead. Let's yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Road. That's why I didn't, didn't show the emotion, I think. Timing. Just trying to sell one story right now. Hmm. So, they go to Alt. They're trying to go to Alderaan. They get sucked up into what they thought is a moon. And they get sucked in. Yep. And I think this is just an epic thing where you're just like, oh, damn, our character's going to the Death Star. Like, it's like, oh, you know. Yep. So they start. They have to do their thing. They're in the tractor beam. They have to get out of the tractor beam. Obi Wan does this thing. Now, like watching the scene, seeing Obi Wan doing it, like, oh man, the old man's getting back into it. This just seems like what Obi Wan would do in like the prequels. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, this is classic Obi Wan. I really like that aspect of it because he kind of just like is dicking around like an old man. And then you know Han and Luke and Chewie, they're trying to figure out what to do, and they're like, oh hey, there's a princess here. We got to save her. Luke's like, we got to save the princess. Of course. Oh, the classic save princess story. Yep. Oh, and Luke training. I wanted to mention before they got like caught up in the Death Star, they were practicing with the little thing. And Han's like, oh, this is stupid space magic. And Luke's just trying, like, just defending it. You don't really believe in the Force, do you? Like, no shit, he doesn't believe in the Force. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, if he's never seen it before, of course he's not going to believe in the Force. Yeah, the fact that Luke at this point was already like heavy believe- again, that's nitpicking the You film. don't believe in the force, dude. He's like, oh, you just joined this old man, and now you're all You in. just joined this entire cult, and then you just joined the force, and you believe in it that fully? Dang. That also, the job. fact that, like, we we never seen Luke, like, actually do anything force-related is, is jarring now when we watch it back. Yeah. I feel like I'm nitpicking a film. There's a lot of things to nitpick here, but like it it's a good a, film. It's a good film. It's an older don't, film. Don't get us wrong here. I think it's a good classic good starting film to give a story and oh, base yeah. the whole world off of. It's that good of a film. But but there's there's a lot of things to nitpick here. That's I why I think there's a lot of people that hate Star Wars for the same very same reason. It's so nitpicky. Yeah, there was a my friend uh, Brandon. He's like, you know, Star Wars is shit, right? I'm like, you know what? Shut the fuck up. It's good. Yeah. Like, it's good. Like, we don't love it because it's great. We love it because the lore is fucking awesome. The build, it's a whole new world. It's we an experience. It. We don't love the fact that the like, it's not the movies that get us in. It's not the quality of films. It's not because like these films are all like fives and amazing films. It's because the lore is freaking inter- interesting and the first movie just yeah, did something crazy. it's a crazy. whole new world to escape to and have a little fun in, you know? Imagine and, yourself in this world. Yeah, and it's a it's a fun world. It's an easy world to get into. Star Trek is a little bit more nuanced, but those who are in it, they love it. Star Wars is a little bit more simple for the casual fans. Yep. Which now they're getting a little bit more nuanced, but not too much. I yeah, wish exactly. They get, I wish they get a little bit more. That's but that makes enough. sense. So. All right. So they're getting sucked into the ship. They're in the ship. Uh, Obi Wan's trying to get them free. Luke convinces Han to. Go on a fun adventure to save the princess because, of course, Luke wants to save the princess. Seems like something Luke would do. He's yeah. very, like, has this hero, like, grandeur of being very a hero. Some grandeur being a hero, but also, like, he's, he's a piece of boy. <laughs> so, Let's save the princess. Um, I really like Harrison Ford in the scene when he's in the prison unit. And they're like, what's going on there? And he's like, oh, I'm fine. Everything's fine. How are you? Like, I just love that scene. 
Like I just love that phrase with him, and I'm yep. pretty sure that's an ad lib moment on um, Harrison Ford. But I just really enjoy that scene, and then it just goes to shit, and he's like. Uh, who is this? What is your code number? Uh, boring conversation anyway. And then you go to save the princess. I will say this, though. Sexy princess is so fucking weird to, like, witness. Especially when she's, like, you know, doing it to Luke. Knowing that they're siblings. And I know in this film that's not how it's, like, meant to be. But it's so weird to, like, see. Yep. You know what the scene I'm talking about when he enters the, um, he enters the prison thing and she's just, like... She's not just laying down. She's not just being a normal human. She's like in a sexy pose, and he's just yeah. like taken back, and you see it. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's uh, that's your sister you're staring at. Yeah, a little bit weird. All the thoughts in your head. That's bud. what I said. I don't think they decided to write this whole story. No, they didn't. In. They didn't. They didn't. This was definitely an ad lib thing, and they're like, oh, we probably should have fixed that. Mm-hmm. But I will say, Leia's a freaking badass. She's actually like one of my favorite characters. Yeah, in this. she is amazing because she's just like a badass. She knows. Um, she, she knows like, a lot. She comes off as very smart and very knowing, and and I can't see Luke and Leia being twins. No. Because Leia is so much more mature. Like, Luke, it, like, they're the same exact age because they're twins. Luke is just, like, this naive little boy who's like, oh, hey, I'm going to be a hero now. You know, like, every... Yep. It seems like every type of, like, American hero, yep. you know, that are boys that turn into these heroes. And Leia's just like, yeah, no, I've been in this shit for, like, the last 15 years now since I've been five. I was kidnapped when I was six. You know, like, I've been in this shit. Let's get going. All right, you're rescuing me? All right, let's... Yeah, let's go. Like, we got a mission we got to complete. And then you got, the, then you got the garbage shoot. Yeah. Which is like a fun little tidbit, but I feel like it was also kind of unnecessary. It was just an adder to the movie almost, yeah. if you ask me. It adds to the lore. It adds to like the little thing. That's yep. one thing I do like. They have so many little t- extra tidbits that add to the lore of the Star Wars universe, but you're just kind of like... It's kind of a tidbit. That's what happens with it. You're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Narratively, like, you could have cut that out easily. It wouldn't change the film at all. Yeah, but, I'm like, but it does add to the lore. You're right. It's kind of nice. It definitely does. It kind of adds like a how does stuff get done. Mm-hmm. They'll um, take that and then they keep going. So then they're trying to escape. They go on the ship. They, Obi-Wan inter- interferes with Vader. And I'm just going to say this now. This lightsaber battle sucks. This is the worst lightsaber battle of all time. It, yeah, I think it might be the light, worst lightsaber battle of... Think about it. Yeah, it's the worst. It is. But it was the very first lightsaber battle we've ever seen in the life. I, okay, I think of like Rogue One, Darth Vader Rogue One, where he's just like mowing down people, just being a fucking badass. But in this scene, he's just like, zoom, zoom, zoom. If you strike me down, I'll be more powerful than ever. <laughs> he's yeah. just gone and he's like kicking the ropes like, where'd he go? <laughs> like there's not even a dead body, you're just gone. Disappeared. Forever. Forever. No more. And that's the only lightsaber battle we get in this movie. That's okay. Yeah. All but, right. I mean, if you think like the screen time of Vader in this movie is only like four mm. minutes or five minutes, not even. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into it's it. It's crazy though. They move on. They escape. They go into their uh, battle on Yavin 4. I believe that's the planet, Yavin 4. They have the rebel base there. Yep. And they have to, they realize the Death Star, they were tracked, and they have to take out the Death Star before they're taken out. And the race is on. They have the plans. They know where it is. It's one little shot into it. I think of Rogue One this entire time. Like, aha, Rogue One. That's yep. how they got the plans. 
And that's why I love some of these offshoot movies because it's like, aha, I know, I know what happened here. Yeah, you know how it's, the details to get to where they got. It's not got un, it's it's unnecessary, but it's also just nice to like have that story. Yeah, it's like the lore building, right? Yeah, adding like how did they just have the plans? It's like probably one of the questions. Like they just had the plans. What the heck? Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. I feel like the, how powerful that is to be almost impossible to get. Then you realize watching Rogue One how they got it, which we'll get to those side side ones next, right? Part four. We're gonna see the part three or part four. I think we're gonna do part four. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do part four. Yeah. Let's yeah, do we'll part do three. We'll, we'll talk, talk about that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The plans and then the, here's their goal, massive plan that they're going to do now. We also have Ahsoka too. So. Down. The greatest warship ever created. Yeah. And so they plan out uh, and Luke joins them. And Luke joining them is just, like, they don't win without Luke. But the fact is, like, was he ever a pilot? I don't know why he's such a good pilot. That, uh, 70s movie, right? This is, this is where, like, the Mary Sue action is. Like, wait, does... Luke got piloting skills? Luke doesn't know anything about the Force, really. We've seen him try to use the, the lightsaber and practicing in the ship. Yeah. He wasn't driving anything, and all of a sudden he's like... I'm a pilot now. And, like... The I rebel- can fly anything. I mean, he knows technology. He was always a techie, so maybe he knew how to do it. I yeah. mean, there's some possibility, he, like, but it seems sur- almost too unbelievable how well how good he was. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, in his childhood he's flown other things. It's just, like, there's, like, no reference to him. He's like, oh, I'm a pilot. Not to a warship. And he's like the pilot that kills him. Yep. But I will say that, like, for the 1970s, like, this movie came out in 1977. And this spaceship scene is like, like, the battle is actually pretty dope. Yeah, it's pretty well done. The spaceship scenes, for the lack of technology they have, is actually one of the best parts of these films. Yep. And so it's exciting. And then he's running, like, the little, the, I can't think of the name. It's, a, it's not turrets, like, the little divots in the space, uh, Death Star. You're blanking too. Yeah, blanking. Anyway, like World War, the trenches, trenches, the trenches of the Death yep. Star. He's they're flying through the trenches. Yep. And it's just exciting because it's like, oh, the, there's the space part. You know, you know it's gonna blow up, but it's like interesting because it's so inconceivable. And then you know he's about to do a shot. Use the force, Luke. From Obi Wan <laughs> Okay, I guess I won't use this uh, <laughs> the scope of the gun that I'm using on the spaceship. Well, as soon as it's malfunctioning, right? And he's like, oh, just right, used right, right. The, it started malfunctioning. Yep. And then he heard the voice of Mr. Obi-Wan Kenobi from the great beyond because he just disappeared into somewhere no one ever really actually knows what happened. Yep. But, and he's like, use the force, Luke. And his dad was going to kill him right there and then. And then on and over, Han Solo saves the day. Is he the true hero? Han Solo? Yeah. Han Solo's the MVP. Ooh, we got to get to that talk. Well, we'll do that after uh, okay. the ratings. But yeah, Luke does the thing, blows up the Death Star. Yay, they all get medals at the end. They all, <laughs> yeah, which, weird which is also weird that they get medals because it's not like they, this whole little, like, we got to take down the Empire. They didn't actually take down the Empire. They took down one ship. Well, I mean, it was a pretty big ship. It was the biggest ship. But, like, you think if something happens like that, I mean, that's why you get the next movie, I guess, but. Yeah. I will, I will say, too, before, like, before they got on, the Luke and Han conflict is really, really odd. Because Han's like, oh, you got your, uh, or Luke went, goes to Han, oh, you have your package, you got your rewards, and you're just going to leave now? Okay. It's like, dude, you you just joined this rebellion today. You just joined the rebellion. Yep. Why are you giving shit to the mercenary you hired? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, it's. You hired him as a mercenary, too. That's what's funny. He's so, like, naive. It's. 
He's like one of those heroes that just kind of lucks into the situation. Yeah, exactly. He didn't think about it. He's a hard hero to like believe. He, he's a yeah. I think if a lot of people, someone says they love Luke Skywalker. He's a very hard hero to believe. I would have rather a bit. Again, I mean, it's the seventies, eighties. I Leia like, was a better hero. I like Luke Skywalker, but in this first film, it's like he grows into the role. He becomes yeah, the legend he does. that is Luke Skywalker, especially when you get into um, the Mandalorian season two finale. Like, goddamn, like that is the myth. That is the legend. That is the one you're thinking of when you think of this, like this story of being impossible. That's the Luke mm. you're like imagining in your head. That's why it was so cool to see that. But that's going forward. But as far as like the story when it first built, I don't know the '70s, '80s. I think Leia would have been a really cool if they want to like remake a female lead character. Leia to show her more prowess would be a great movie somewhere. Leia would be. I just don't know how they would do it. That would. Yeah, I don't know how they do it either. But you got to imagine like that would be. Because, gee, like, the amount of work that Leia put into these, like, if you think about it, she had to do a ton to get to where they were at. Yeah. All right, well, let's get Her into Her build-up is huge. Let's but talk anyway. about it. All right, rating. What do you give this movie? Should I go um, first? Do you want me to go first? I give it, like, I don't think, like, like, you're talking about Star Wars movies aren't great, but I give it a 3+. plus. Okay, we're close. For what it is. We're close. I give it a 4-. minus. Okay. I think, One um, off. the minus, I think we mean you're in the same stretch when you say 3+. plus. Yeah. And I think 3-plus is very fair. I think I have to give it a great score, simply for the fact that it is a groundbreaking film yeah, it for is. this time. And it's supposed to be a one-off film. And I think if you judge it on those terms alone, it's a it's a 4. And I think if you judge it all together, I, I have to give it a 4-. minus. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, This movie aged pretty badly. Like, if you take away the nostalgia, if you take away the fact that it's from 1977, you judge it based on the movie standards now, it, it aged kind of poorly. Like, the effects still look pretty good, except for the new effects that George Lucas put in. Yep. But, like, some of the writing stuff and some of, like, the pacing, it's exciting for the time. But it's one of those films, it's like, you th- you have great memories of it, but when you actually rewatch it, you're like, oh, this movie's not as good as I remember. Yep. Some people are here going to call it a five. It's, you know, an elite film. Like, no, this movie has a lot of problems. It has a lot of holes in it. Almost, I mean, almost every Star Wars story does. Like I said, it's about the world they build. But Star Wars makes up for it in the next film, which we'll talk about. Not yet, though. MVP. Who do you got? Han Solo. I think it's still Luke. Because he blew up the Death Star? Han Solo is like our voice of reason throughout this movie to try to bring some stuff back down okay. to earth. And kind of How like, do we grade the... Is it the best like character in the film? Is that the MVP? Or like the character that does the uh, best things? Or should we have two different awards for this? Nah, I think it's the character that plays a good part that gives us the best story. And Han Solo kind of gives the good story to this film. That's fair. Like, right, he's the most best-added character that brought this crew together. Most, you know, like, questioning things. Like, we would question as an audience. He was, yeah. our, he was our lead role for us. A little bit, yeah. He was, like, the, like he was kind of like the straight man, almost. Yep. He was the cool straight man. He was a weird, like... Like, Luke is the straight man in this whole thing, but Luke isn't the straight man where he's questioning everything. It's Han. Luke's the straight man that's like, oh, sure, I'll trust this old man after my parents Luke's died. like, yes, dear. Yes, dear. <laughs> and then Han Solo's like, make me a Jedi Knight. Why? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love it. MVP Han Solo will agree with that. Four minus three plus for you. Yep. All right. Good film. 
I mean, I'm a harsh film raider, though, so. Yeah, some of them are, you know, you're pretty harsh on. Almost harsher than I am. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Dum, 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 dum. I was excited for this film. I have a lot, I have a lot of things to say about this film. One, it starts out hot. Yep. <laughs> starts off with all action, too. Starts out hot on a cold planet. Yep. I fucking, like, I just, like, I forget how quick this movie just gets into the action. You get the opening title crawl that I, yep. I'll be honest, I forgot to read. Yeah. And it just got into it. And I just want to talk. I wrote a lot, and I kind of have the same... <laughs> I wrote the same thing because it happened so much. <laughs> Starts out with Hoth. Luke gets his ass kicked by a Yeti. Oh, yeah. Call the Wampas. Like, immediately. Like, he's out in the cold. He's like, oh, hey. Like, Luke looks like he's a little bit older. He's two years older. Two or three years older in this film. Yep. He's a lot more mature. He's doing, like, what you think a Jedi Knight would be doing in this situation. He's out. He's like, oh, Surviving. Hey, there's an asteroid. I'm going to check it out. Which is a very important asteroid to check out. No, he gets his ass kicked by a Wampa. Mm-hmm. Immediately, it's one of it's, this is where it feels like it's very Shakespearean because they're like, "Here's all the information you gotta know," and scene, and scene, and then they begin and Bucket. boom. Luke gets his way out, which I really like that they. Uh, I have a theme in here, and this Luke gets his ass beat, but I love that he he has to work his way out of all this, and it's really cool to see. Yeah. Because he gets his ass kicked by Wampa, then immediately has to get out of it. And it's cool to see him just chop off Wampa's arm. I don't know why I'm laughing at that. <laughs> Chopped off <laughs> like, his arm. <laughs> like, like these Je- I just think that's funny. Like, man, these Jedi yeah. kill a lot of people in these films. Yeah, they do. I mean, they do, uh, yeah, I mean it's a different culture, <laughs> different like, world. These are good guys. It's no. like, he's a good guy, though, but yeah. Let's see a mass murder thing. Starts off really well. He's, as Anakin, does. he's Anakin's son, for sure. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just don't put any children in front of him. Yeah. We all know what happened with the Jedi, Jedi. Temple. Yep. All right. Luke, and then Luke escapes, but he gets his ass kicked by the cold. Yes. Sees uh, Obi-Wan, Space Ghost, telling him, go to the Dagobah system. Learn from Yoda. He'll tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. Like, who the f- this guy? <laughs> I was like, everyone's like, oh, cool. Obi-Wan's back. He's a Space Ghost. It's Obi-Wan. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's Obi-Wan. He died in the last movie or turned into whatever he did. <laughs> did he die? I don't even know if he died. He just, like, disappeared. He just decided, uh, <laughs> F this, I'm out. Uh, yeah, Han, Han being part of the Rebellion, I thought was really cool. Like, yep. It's definitely, like, it's a very um, three-year window for him where he's, like, part of the Rebellion and he, you know, is still his mercenary self. Looks out for Luke this time, saves his ass again. Yep. Second time now. First time he saved his ass during uh, Death Star. Death Star battle. Yep. Now again. He's saving his ass from the cold. Tauntaun scene, I actually really, really like how they cut open and they're like staying warm in the Tauntaun. Yep. It's, it feels like it would be out of place for Star Wars, but I'm like, I really just like the survival aspect and it's just to show. Still real. It shows the world is still realistic yeah. enough. And just showing how host, like hostile this planet is. Yep. Darth Vader, which this is Darth Vader's movie. This is. This is like him coming out. We, you were complaining that he only had like four minutes of screen time in the first one. I don't know what actually he had, but it's pretty close to the four minutes. Yep. He was in this film a lot. Like, this was Vader's film, and this is one of the reasons why this film's amazing. Yep. So he goes, he's like, he's there. I know he's there. 
boom, space battle, Hoth battle, ice battle. And this is so iconic. Yes, this battle's amazing. This battle just starts off, and it looks, for the most part, pretty good. There was, like, the one blow-up scene where you can tell that they were just doing a miniature. <laughs> they blew up a little miniature AT-AT. Yep. At, at, is it AT-AT or is it at? at yeah, I'm pretty sure it's AT-ATs, right? AT-ATs, yeah. That's what I remember. But I know some people are like, oh, yeah, those at-ats. I'm like, what the fuck are you well, just Well, they're saying? at-ats. I'm like, I like that better. They're at-ats because there's two at-ats. But it's AT-ATs. AT-AT, which is at-ats. Get it? And Luke ah. doesn't actually get his ass kicked in this battle. I was surprised by that. Yeah, he held his own somehow because this is the one he can hold his own on, which <laughs> yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. But It was really cool to see because like, he's, again, great pilot. Don't know how. Great pilot does a little... Dad was a great pilot, okay? And I'll... It's in uh, his blood. Huh? Who? It's in his blood. It, well, yes, it is. Exactly. That's Maybe that's the talk. explanation, but I don't think it works. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I also really like this level in Battlefront. Not the new Battlefronts, but the old Battlefront. Star oh, Wars yeah, Battlefront. yeah, yeah. Like, this Hoth was my favorite planet to go on, because I just, either side, when your Empire, like the Rebellion, those ads trying to take them down or trying to, like, drive with them to take out the Rebels, like, it's just fun. So yes. I, maybe that's why I really like the scene, but I just enjoy it. I actually forget that Darth Vader invades their base and actually has scenes him walking through the base. I don't know why that's cool. I'm just like, oh, yeah, he was in there. Anyway, they realize they have to escape. They have to run away from the Empire because they're being overrun. Um, Leia kisses Luke. Yep. Like, long kisses Luke. And it's just fucking weird. <laughs> so much incest. Like, I'm glad they didn't go any further into that, and it's just it's just a kiss because it's pretty harmless. But yep. it's just like, like oh yeah, that's the kiss scene I remember. Or like we didn't even mention the hug scene, the hug and whip around scene where he's like, oh hey, I'm carrying the princess. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, the weird. Like looking back, this that was definitely a weird scope. It's Game of Thrones vibey, but yeah. Yeah. So they t- they take off. Luke takes off. Um, Han and Leia take off in the Millennium Falcon. And they both, they go on their side adventures. And we talked about in Tackle of the Clones how they had their own side adventures. But I feel like the, this side adventures actually... Made sense. Yeah. Luke has to train to be a Jedi, which makes sense. And Han and Leia, they're trying to escape the Empire, which Vader is like, give me that ship. Yep. So, it, it made sense that they would split up because Luke needs more training because obviously he got his ass kicked. Mm. So he goes to the Dagobah system, gets his ass kicked by the swamp. Yep gets his ass kicked so much pretty sure he gets his ass kicked by yoda's training oh definitely and then has to face his fears which i think is just a cool iconic scene he, like he, he like he's afraid of vader yeah like or or think about i think when we first like are we gonna start with like the meeting of this little green critter or what was that the little meeting of the green meeting the green critter yeah yoda train with, the, train with this frog like what <laughs> it, I will say Yoda as a, a puppet is so much greater than Yoda, the CGI character. Yes. Like, he looks weird as a CGI character. And I don't mind that they did it because I like seeing the mobile Yoda, but I love just seeing the practical effects of Yoda. The practical puppet Yoda is great. Yeah. Very weird, though. Yep. <laughs> 20 years did not do well for him. No. Because <laughs> he was just like a kooky, like... He's just a kooky little creature. Like, kooky wait. little frog, dude, that Lucas also again. Oh, you're like, Obi-Wan said so. I must. Like, <laughs> I meant this guy to be like, 
like this huh. is the great Jedi master. I was this is the about. great one. This is the one that Obi Wan wanted me to train with. Th- I, this dude. And I have more to say on this, but I want to move on. I want to go back to Han and Leia. So they're trying to escape through the asteroid field, and this is actually one of those scenes that like I don't remember this scene that much, but I actually really liked this scene. It was just kind of a nice like, hey, we can't do a hyperdrive. We have to. Escape. They actually have to get past this asteroid field. We have to show our it. cool space moves, which isn't really great. Yeah, for the CGI days, but it's still cool. You see a couple flips, and you're like, okay, I guess that works. You just got to do a couple flips, and you're good. Go into an asteroid field, but it is pretty cool to see. And they're hiding out in the little space worm on the asteroid that they leave. And then they go to Bespin, Cloud City on Bespin. Yep. And then Luke, while training with Yoda, gets a vision of his friends in danger. And this is where, like, one of the things I kind of want to talk about is both Obi-Wan and Yoda are like, don't go, Luke. You know, you're not ready to face Vader. You're not ready to, you know. They were, like, they were afraid that he was going to go to the dark side. Yep. And I'm like, wait, the Jedi is acting out of fear. Both Yoda and Obi-Wan were acting out of fear here. Yeah. And I think it's just interesting because, like, the fear leads to the dark side, but it seems like they're acting on a fear. And, like, there is a be caution. If you're like, hey, my friends are in danger, I think Vader is getting them, I have to go save them and understands, like, why. But it also just seems very quick, too, because he just gets there. And it, what is it, a day, two days? Yep. And it may, it feels like it should be longer, but it's not. Like, Luke has no training whatsoever. Yeah. Like he's a little bit more mature. He probably has a little bit more experience. From Maybe his... some training a little bit there because he was there for a little bit, but still. Nothing like major, nothing that like he's not ready for Vader. Nope. And that's kind of their warning too, right? Like you're not ready for that. Are you crazy? But my question is, are they in the wrong? I don't know if they are or not. I, don't, I mean, save your friend. You always have to make an effort, right? That's why I like the Spider-Man movies. Like, you guys are just going to let this happen. You wouldn't try to do anything else. No matter what, like what, you went through the film? next into the Spider Verse, the canon event. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Same way, same concept, right? Yeah, you can't can't change it. Can't change it. Can't do anything. And like, I understand, but it seems very anti Jedi, right? Like they're supposed to be the heroes, and they're telling the hero not to do it. Telling the hero he's not ready. Yeah, and he might not be, but who is? Like, there's no one. Yeah, exactly. Else. That's one thing. I, I think they're. I think they're right. They are in the wrong. I think it goes in today's world too. You, you don't know about the moment. Sometimes when that moment comes, you have to take it. Yeah. And so many people like have respect for Obi-Wan and uh, Yoda. Especially these films help. And like in the prequels and the Clone Wars, they're great characters. But in this moment, I'm like, I don't, I don't actually agree with them. I don't agree with any of them, really. Like Obi-Wan, his whole sacrifice, I'm like... I don't, I don't know if it really is a better a benefit. Did that sacrifice that Obi Wan did that didn't really stop Darth Vader for like two seconds actually help? Yeah, couldn't you just escape and still lead your guidance through like, you know, walkie talkies, communication systems? Yeah, or do something else. Yeah, like as well as things that just never like holds up for me. Yeah, it didn't hold up that well. But anyway, moving on. I just like these are just thoughts I have. Yeah, I, I think they were wrong too. I think you always help when that help for call comes, and you know you gotta help out. <clears throat> anyway, we get to Cloud City. Han, <clears throat> he's like, "Hey, I know my friend Lando, Lando, Lando." 
And it was really cool to see, like, Lando just, like, being cold towards Han and has, like, every reason to actually be cold. And we can go back to the movie and know exactly why that's the case. And he asks, like, hey, you taking care of my ship? I was like, no, I won that ship fair and square. But then, like, Lando is like, hey. And it's, like, it's just a cool moment to see. That's why I really like the writing in this film. And these films, like, they call back on different characters, but they don't, like, you don't need to, like, explain the reference thoroughly or show it or you can just talk about it and like how oh, these characters actually feel alive they actually feel like they live lives. they feel real the yep so they get in they go this whole huge feast and immediately darth darth vader is there it's a trap and i really like this turn because it's like oh shit it's about yep. to get real luke's not there and then you realize it's a betrayal of uh, Lando, and like they, they're like, "Oh, you betrayed us!" It's like, no shit. Like, I don't know if yeah. this friendship is that strong. Exactly. What do you think of Lando's decision here to betray him? Do you think he did the right thing? Because he talks mm. about like I had no choice. They showed up before I did, and I had to protect this place. I think Lando did what's best. Again, I think best for the people. Well, yeah, if you think about it, like, oh, hey, it's Han. He's a mercenary. He's kind of a scum. He took my ship from me by cheating at a, you know. A game, yep. At a game. I mean, I was also cheating, but, you know, like, I, like it, to me, it's not really a betrayal. To me, it's protecting, trying to pro- protect what you love. Mm-hmm. I, I think kind of the original thing of what Anakin wanted to do, protect what he loved, too. But I think Lando actually did a better job. Yeah. Boba Fett shows Boba up. Boba Fett. What do you think of Boba Fett? What was your thoughts on him? Like the first scene, I know we've like he now has his own show. He's on the Mandalorian. I think it's a cool, powerful character. He comes across as cool. Yep. He's like a oh, you see Boba Fett on the side of like um, Darth Vader. You're like, God damn, who is that guy? He looks- it still looks different. He was so different compared to the stormtroopers. That's what made him so cool. Mm-hmm. Like he-, he had a whole different like. Stormtrooper-esque kind of style outfit, but he looked cool. Oh, yeah. With the weaponry and all that. And what I really love about this is, like, the next scene in the little... Uh, I forget what room it's called, but it's the where he gets carbonized. Mm-hmm. It's so goddamn badass. Like, it's orange, it's blue, it's dark. It's just, like, it's such a cool aesthetic of a scene. And it's such an iconic scene because they're getting Luke. I actually think I'm getting ahead of myself. Because they actually torture everybody first. Torture people first. And then they get... Which I really like that... Like, they did that. Because they showed, like, hey, the Empire means business. Darth Vader means business. No problem torturing. Leia has no part problem torturing uh, Han. It just shows how, like, willing to go. How bad of a person they are. Yeah, exactly. They're willing to go at lengths. And then you get the scene where he gets frozen in carbonate. Now, originally, Harrison Ford and Han Solo was supposed to die here. He was supposed to die in the scene. But they changed it. And they changed it because they wanted to sell more Harrison Ford Han Solo toys. Yep, smart move. I think so. I actually like that they didn't just kill him because I feel like it would have... Defeated the cool character that he was. Defeated the cool characters, and I just don't know if narratively it brings where it needs to go. Yeah. But, like, kryptonizing him and leaving the audience in the space of, like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, what is going on? He's just, he's a statue now? 
Yep. <laughs> but I really like that scene because he like he goes in, and like as he goes down, Leia's doing this. I love you. <laughs> yep. Got Harrison Ford so cool. Just I know. <laughs> yep. Like goddamn, you're facing death and you're still so cool. Like yeah, how does that even? How happen? do you keep doing this? <laughs> It's such a good, good job. Like, yeah. And then, like, Chewie's like, oh, you know, like, I'm like, no. I, mean, I heard his mourn so many times for Han Solo. Yep. He, like, it happens so often. He mourns for Han so much. And I just think of Force Awakens. So, anyway, he gets trapped in Carbonite. It's such an epic moment because it's like, oh, man. The Empire is, like, kicking ass this yeah, entire Yeah, defeated film. Han. That was hard. And then you get Han. They take him off. They can't save him. Lando's like, hey, you know what? We're, we're sick of this. We're fighting back. Releases them. They escape. And Luke shows up. Leia's like, it's a trap. Before General Akbar did it. It's a trap. Yeah. But what is Luke supposed to do anyway? He's supposed to, he should have just ran at yep. this moment. He has no reason to face his father. But he faces his father in the same room that the car, like the... Carbonate, yeah, the bluish, cool, the cool looking room. Let's the just cool, put it that way. Dude, this whole, this whole scene. fight scene is fucking epic because he starts off in the blue room. Um, he's holding his own. Yep. But also, I think of like, I keep thinking of Rogue One Vader slaughtering everyone, and I'm like, oh yeah, Vader is definitely not, he's holding back. He's holding back quite a bit. Quite a bit, but it's still pretty epic. Yeah, it's still and really then, cool. And then Luke gets a moment, kicks him off, and then they're in this like, reddish black white hallway that just looks dope yep <laughs> like this whole fight scene just looks cool because it's dark in the background but they have like some sh- like different colors. lighting that worked lighting was epic in these scenes i don't know if I, like i don't think like the lightsaber scene is like the best of all time but it's definitely the most iconic yes it, it, there's the background the i will say force awakens the probably. music the scores the score, score of amazing. star wars Ooh. And just like what it mean, like what that moment meant for Star Wars, like that was, I say, Revenge of the Sith is peak Star Wars. If I had any other moment in time where I can argue like this is peak Star Wars, it's this lightsaber scene right here. Yeah, between Darth Vader, between Luke Skywalker, they're in Cloud City, they're in these epic rooms, and then they get out into like the open space. And the classic line: He's talking about his father. Yeah. Also, Luke gets his ass kicked by Vader. <laughs> yes. Let's throw this out. And he talks about, you. Obi-Wan says you killed him. No, Luke. I am your father. No. <laughs> I can see where yeah. Luke gets the no. There's a lot of no's from the Skywalkers. No, that's impossible. Yep. <laughs> like, Luke, you don't know who your father is. Come on, it's not impossible. Yeah. Inconceivable. No. <laughs> But you're already like a four, like Jedi Knight. But it's that moment, though, iconic Star Wars. Yeah. That no one ever gets right. Luke, I am your father. Like, people say it like that way. Yep. But it's like, no, I am your father. I don't know why that ever got mixed, that got mixed up. I don't know why that is. But it's still pretty epic but when still, you hear yeah. it. I am your father. And it's yep. just like a dun 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 moment. It's, like, yeah, it's kind of the reveal. And people are like, oh, I knew it all along. And another think mo- about this people that didn't there's some people in the 70s that have actually internet and figure out what Darth Vader actually meant yeah this is 80s I guess now 80, yeah 82 Darth Vader means father 
in um, French. French? No, not Wasn't French. It French Dutch. or something? Dutcher. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Dutch. The point is, nobody knew that in America at that point. They didn't have the internet. We didn't care about the Dutch or the internet. This was huge. Huge. People were like, what? This is really what kicked off this is the, like the, the Star moment. Wars boom. And Luke is like, you know what? I'd rather kill myself than be with you. He gets his hand chopped off, jumps down, and like, oh, shit. Doesn't die because no one dies from, you know. Falling. Big... There's so many, like, deaths. Except Obi-Wan. Somehow Obi- he dies and vanishes into thin air. Well, he wasn't in the little space cylinder thing. Yeah. He jumped out and killed Darth Maul, but Darth Maul survived. Luke Skywalker survived. The Emperor some survived somehow, and we're getting ahead of ourselves, but, you know. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, the scene was great, and the reveal was even more amazing. It is. And, uh, yeah, I just want to point out, Darth Vader is going easy on Luke this entire time, because he's not like, yep. I want to kill this guy. I want to I want to bring him in. I know who he is. Also, he's just the son. whole, search your feelings, Luke. You know it to be true. Yep. Iconic. I love that it's not a direct fight. I love this is not a good versus evil. And Star Wars is oftentimes good versus evil. And I love that Correct. This, this isn't good versus evil. This is father versus son. This is Darth Vader going easy on his son because he wants him in. Like yeah, he Darth, wants his son to decide. Darth Vader should be whooping Luke's ass. He could have killed him immediately if he wanted to. He's not. Yeah, he's definitely holding back, even holding back with, a lot of punches. Even with Obi-Wan holding back. Because you think of Rogue One. And I don't know if that's like the intention. I know in Empire Strikes Back that's the intention. I don't know if it's the intention of the first one. Probably because of the fact that they can't show off all the cool skills. Yeah. Because Darth Vader's fucking ruthless in these films too. With the force stroke and stuff. He doesn't do that with Luke. He doesn't force stroke him. He could literally just pick him up, force stroke him, and throw him off the edge and kill him and be done with it. Yep. It's not what they do. The epic fight scene. So he, uh, he gets saved. He falls down. He calls up for Leia using the Force. They come by. Again, he has this Mary Sue aspect to him. He just gains these abilities. Yeah, like that ship doesn't get recognized at all. No, but like when Ray does like random shit, they're like, oh, she's a Mary Sue. It's like, well, Luke's not far off. Luke is the same. Luke, basically, yeah. Yep. And that's fine. It's just a narrative plot Whatever. device. Characters learn skills at random times, but... Leia, if Leia learns a random skill, if Ray learns a random skill. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's toxic. Whatever. Star Wars fandom. We're not toxic Star Wars fans. We give them shit, but you know what? We also give them shit, but we love it. We love this shit. Exactly. We eat it. We eat shit. All right. So Luke gets saved by Leia and Chewie. They connect. They move on. Movie over. Rating. Do I go first? You go first this time. I straight up just give this a five. Oh, you gave this a five. I give it a five. This is elite. This is peak Star Wars. This right? is. Like, when I watch This it, is the, yeah, this is the best Star Wars film, yeah. I would say. Yeah, 10 Usually, out of 10. This one, stays, this one stays up. This one, like, are we watching this film? Like, it still holds. Yep. New Hope doesn't really hold as much. Original Star Wars doesn't hold. This one does. Like I watch if I, when I watch these movies back to back, that's when I realized how vastly superior Empire Strikes Back is. Yes, it starts off from the beginning. It's just it just keeps going. It builds the warp, increases the action constantly, and Vader is just such a great like 
villain. The first movie was the origin film. Vader is like, no, nah, this is my movie. I'm taking over. And I don't know yeah. why. Because there's only one other movie I can really think of that like the villains win, and that's Infinity War. Yep. And I don't know why, but I like when villains win, it just it feels good. It just like feels those, normal. Like, god damn, they got their ass kicked, but it was fun watching them get their ass kicked. Like the yep. Rebels won by just surviving. Luke and Leia won by just getting out of that mess. Yep, exactly. No, I mean, I was gonna say, I was gonna say a, a four plus, so not too far off again. Yeah, I mean, this is this fair. is the peak Star Wars for me too as well. Like this movie, like so you can give Star Wars shit a lot of stuff just because it's it, it's the timing of Star Wars things like that. That's why we say it's before its time. But overall, the movie itself today is still just phenomenal. And the reveal, if you think about it in the time and the people in this the internet age like that was huge that was epic as epic could be for anybody and they're like and it ended in such a way you're like next film please <laughs> give it here right like, like it, it ended in such a good fashion you're they like got their ass kick luke doesn't have a hand anymore and han's a fucking statue yep and darth vader is his father what yeah, exactly you're like uh interesting there is another jedi it's yeah. such a i'm so high-pitched here yeah, just like that, but the same way. Like, what are these characters? What is this world? Who is this guy? Who is the MVP of this film? Darth Vader, obviously. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I was thinking. I was like thinking it's like about that even like, a question. Like, there's not. Yeah, it's Darth Vader. No, I was like, is it Luke? I mean, Luke is up there. I think Luke's second, but he gets his ass kicked. So no, Darth times. Vader is leader of this film. I agree. It has to be. All right, so I give it a five. You get a four plus. We both agree that Darth Vader is the MVP. This, of this is the film. epic Star Wars. This is it. This is the creme de la creme. Sign off. Never watch another Star Wars movie. It's great. Well, no, you got to watch another one. That's how great this film is. No, yeah, you, you had to watch have the next one. The watch the next one, and the next one, Return of the Jedi. This film is interesting. How so? This film is interesting. One, it starts off like I just watched this one this morning. Catching up on it. Oh, you just watched this board, so he's fresh. I'm fresh. I watched Empire Strikes Back last night. Those two are fresh on. New Hope was last week. The opening scene's pretty cool. It feels... It's so long. And I don't know if like they should have left it in there and they did something else. But I will say, Luke coming in, going to Jabba Hutt's palace, is kind of a cool setup. First is the joys that go there. Yeah. It's the droids. And the whole idea. Luke is very mature in this film. Much more mature than he's ever and been. And it's, it's striking almost. It's like it's only been a year. Not even a year. Yeah, his transformation is a little bit big. And he's wearing black. So it reminds me of Anakin Skywalker in a way. And this beginning scene, he's very, it's very dark. Like yep. his opening message, he's like, you know, he sounds like one of those like corporate executives that you know is going to like at any moment that benefits them is going to you know cut the deal off and essentially backstab you yeah because they're like all about money like that's how he came across in that message like i'm sure we can come to he a, comes off as a potential villain which i think is kind of the the point they play it off really well yeah. and so it, but it's just really striking at first because it's like he's wearing black um, yep. Leia comes in as a bounty hunter with Chewie. 
she sneaks and gets Han, and then it was a whole trap. They knew it the whole time. They were laughing at him. Then Luke shows up. He foolishly gets standing on the only platform that goes into the Rancor. Yep. Leia's <laughs> like, Luke, you're standing on the... Also, I understand why, like, why there's so many, like, Slave Leia suit stands. Like, I get it. I never really got it when like, I watched this movie when I was a little bit younger, but now I'm like, God damn, Carrie Fisher looks really good in that costume. I oh, mean, I didn't pay attention to that, but okay. Like, good to I, know. <laughs> but, like, I'll have so, to watch it. But there's so many people who are like, oh, man, like, you, I can see, oh, yeah, I can see why they did that. Yeah, they definitely prop her up to be And the, I remember just, like, watching it, I'm like, okay, she looks she looks pretty damn hot in it. But it gets weird because, like, the whole time she flirts with, like, Luke. Yeah. It's still just, like, this weird... And also the fact that, like, you know, Carrie Fisher has moved on, too. Yep. Like, oh, man, she's, like, super hot in this. But, like, 30, 40 years later, she's passed away. It's like... Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, they definitely Fisher. Did, they definitely showed, yeah, Leia in Again, she's badass. But badass, yeah. So Luke is very dark. He gets in there. He goes into... Falls into the Rancor pit. And he has to... He doesn't have his lightsaber, so he has to figure out his way to, like, beat the Rancor. And he looks kind of, like, panicked and scared in this moment. But I, I really like how, like, they throw Luke in these situations where he's not an overpowered person. He has to figure it out. Yeah. So it feels, even though he has some Mary Sue moments, he does have to earn his way. He does have to, like, overcome. Yeah, it shows that he's not out. always given to it. And yeah. I think the other Mary Sue moments are more Though I will say, like, filmies. he doesn't, he kills the Rancor by the door. So it ends yeah. quick. But I will, there was one little moment, a character moment, that I think is really touching. That it plays into Boba Fett a little bit, the show, the book of Boba Fett. Yep. Which is the Rancor is trying to kill Luke. He comes off as this crazy uh, flesh eating monster. And, but like, once he kills the Rancor, this guy comes in. It looks like the Rancor's trainer, and he's a little sad. He's crying. And they didn't just show it tw- once, they showed it twice. Yep. And he's like crying, like someone's consoling him. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> like, this person he actually, like. Yeah, it's sad. I'm like, oh, maybe Rancors are a little bit more like their characters or like their animals that yeah, the animals that like are attached to other people. Like there's someone who's yeah, there's some to Rancor, and Luke just murdered it. Yeah, just, that's a, it's a little bit of a theme going moving forward. But I just think of Book of Boba Fett. Yep, where Boba's riding the Rancor, and I remember watching like, oh man, it seems. That seems it's hard to believe because I think of Rancor, this like menacing monster. But then I call back to this movie. I'm like, oh wait, they're crying a little bit. Yeah, these yeah. not they're not just the bloodthirsty monster. There's like actually connections. Yep, the human connection. So anyway, Luke gets caught anyway, like a little bitch that he is. Yep. Yeah, aha, I beat the Rancor, but oh no, somebody grabbed me. Yep, <laughs> right captured. after that. But Luke, this entire time is so confident. He's like. You're, you should have took that deal. You're going to regret it. Mm-hmm. But Luke, his plan wasn't that great. R2-D2 has his lightsaber, but he did, like, what is he without his lightsaber? Yep. And you know what's really cool about this lightsaber? You know why his lightsaber is green in this movie? Why is it green? Why the actual reason why it's green? Because blue did not look good in the desert. So they switched it to green so they could show off the scene. Yep. That is the reason why he has a green lightsaber at all in the first place. But yep. in the story, they just changed it to, oh, yeah, he just made a green lightsaber, which is actually pretty cool lore. 
Yeah, which is actually pretty cool. Because he lost his lightsaber down the uh, little hatch. The hatch, yep. And then it falls in the best spin, and somehow Maz Kanata gets it later. Yep. Somehow, some way, conveniently gives it to Ray or Finn, I guess. Finn. We'll get into that later. Yep. So this whole scene, they're on the desert pans. You get the sand pits. You get the, I forget the little, what they're called, the little Venus desert flytrap things where it digests you over a thousand years oh yeah and han um he comes back he doesn't have his vision he's all blind he's definitely not the mvp of this film definitely not this This is finally where he's like the opposite of han and what's really really cool about what's cool and like lame too because boba fett isn't there and he like oh man boba fett but boba fett goes out like a little bitch yeah he does like in the worst way possible like he doesn't get beaten by Luke, he doesn't get beaten by Han, but he does get beaten by Han, accidentally, by a blonde Han Solo who just happens to his jetpack that goes off and he flies into a ship and falls to his death. Yep, apparent death. And it's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's how that happens. That is a re- and he goes with a ah like scream. It's like God, man, you you took Boba Fett, made him cool, and then you did that to him and like oh shit yeah exactly tossed him off right away so luke gets his lightsaber i don't think it's a great plan because his whole plan is like i'm gonna jump and i'm gonna grab the thing and jump back up and catch the lightsaber and just start slaughtering them this is where i'm like man you are very dark luke yeah like the dark side is definitely in you he's slaughtering he's slaughtering all those things like he's slaughtering like his father slaughtered the tuscan raiders yeah like he's just going out full no remorse didn't matter Leia like, in his, done in her sexy slave suit costume chokes out job of the hud yep and i'm like oh okay Leia's a fucking badass kills like the you know most notorious crime boss in all the galaxy simply by choking him with chains I, can you choke Jabba? i don't even understand how that apparently works. you can you just... i don't even know how he moves yeah, I don't, I don't, probably, like, yeah. It just says platforms that move them. I don't know. kind of want to be Java. You're just a fat little blob. You don't really move. You just but sit there and just things. rule everybody. Everybody arr, does. Arr, 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 yeah. Arr. It's Java. Right? Choked out by chain somehow, because I don't know how that worked. Iconic. But. I will say this whole scene is iconic. I enjoyed it. But it also yeah. feels, like, unnecessary, because immediately afterwards, Luke goes to the Agma system. They, uh, Han and Leia meet up with the rebels, and they're like, all right, new Death Star. We're going to fucking battle it. Yep. They get immediately goes. You know, like war plans, and you're like, all right. It goes to saving Han to war plans immediately. It's like, god damn. War plans to end this war, basically, is what you went to. Like, and then Yoda's dying yeah. because. Because, yeah. He's old. He's which, old. Okay. Butcher's kills more to Yoda's lore. You're like, okay, he was like the coolest, weirdest little green creature you've ever seen, and now he's dying. You're like, okay. Yeah. And he... This is where the info dub comes from because he gets all the info. Like, oh, Darth Vader is your father. He's actually Anakin Skywalker. He is your father. Wait, you lied to me. Well, you couldn't. You couldn't handle the truth. I didn't lie to you. You know. Yep. I didn't actually lie. He was telling you the truth of sorts. Like, sure. You know, Darth Vader killed my father, but they're actually the same person. Like, yeah. It doesn't. Like, technically, you killed Anakin. If you think about it, you're the one who killed him. But you know, let's not get into the truths. Yeah, exactly. This is where, like, this is the scene where, like, when you think about the Jedi in the original trilogies, it's like, are the Jedi good people? Yep. Because, like, 
Yoda's not being a part of this. He ran like a little bitch afterwards. Obi-Wan also ran, but that makes sense. You respect Obi-Wan, but now he's learning the Luke. Yeah. He really wants, like, they both really want him to join the space cult that is the Jedi. Yeah, that Jedi is an interesting term. That's why I like the idea of the Mandalorian Jedi. That was going to be cool. That would be cool. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so they're done. Um, Second Death Star. The Empire really likes their battle stations. You know, it rhymes. It repeats. Yep, history repeats itself. Everybody knows that. Death Star. Second Death Star. Star Killer Base. Death Stars on Ships. Yeah, what do you call it? Why not? Death Star. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound evil. I actually don't mind them doing a second space station because I don't know what the better alternative would be. Yeah, I don't mind. I feel either. like the only alternative was, oh, the Empire is weak. There's an opening for them to take out the main base, like on a planet. That would have been interesting. But I really did like the battle back and forth or the war scenario that they created. Yes. Us. Like, hey, there's a second Death Star, but there's a shield generator down on the moon of Endor. And so we have to beat the. We have to do a two front attack. Yeah, because we got to get that shield generator. And actually, it's a three front, a three prong attack. If you think about that, Luke does go into the Death Star too to confront the Emperor. And so I really like that aspect of it. We'll start with the Endor. And the Endor forest is iconic. Have you ever been to the Sequoia? I think it's Sequoia. Yeah, the Sequoia National Park. Yep. Yeah. Did you ever go there and you're like, man, this is where the Ewoks live. Yes. This is where they fought off the ATSTs. Yes. I I, was, I done that. I was, I like, was there cool. and I was like, we're on Endor. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, little little. Ewoks. Yeah, this is what it's like in Star Wars if I was on this planetly world. <laughs> Which is really cool. It's really cool they can go to these locations and be like, oh man, I'm actually at a, a, a different planet right now. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what's great about the lore of Star Wars. What is your thoughts on the Ewoks? What are my thoughts uh, overall of the importance to the story? Just in general, what are your thoughts on the Ewoks? Because there's a lot of uh, controversy on the Ewoks being part of this. Yeah, it's a good question because, I mean, they literally know the base is there and not do anything for it. I don't know. I, I take them more like hobbits. They just live in their hole. They do. I don't hate the Ewoks. No. Nope. But it kind of comes up, like, it's hard to take seriously because they're all cute, cuddly, like, teddy bears. Yeah, I mean, they're hobbits, right? They're just basically hobbits. They're the hobbits yeah, I mean, of the world. Of sorts. They're a hobbit of sorts. I wouldn't yeah, know I mean, they're hobbits. Yeah, I that far. But if you think about it, like, they're like... So I really like the scene, and then Luke's like, we must confront them, otherwise they'll just, you know, be focused on me here because they want me. I don't know if I really like that logic, but, you know, we got to get the story. We gotta get yeah, the, we got to get the story, right? Exactly. We got to get Darth Vader and Luke and the Emperor, which we actually see the Emperor in this film. Like, we see him, like, walking. Yep. And, yeah, the Emperor, he's just cool. I don't know. Like, it's just a, such an iconic scene, just, like, watching him. Like, oh, that's the Emperor. That's the big bad. Okay. Yeah, he's the mastermind. Behind he's the him. one that caused this whole other three or two films, or technically this third film. So he saves himself. And I really like how they kind of just go, like, if they wanted to kill Luke, they had him right there and then. Easily could have killed him. And I think if they would have killed Luke, sure, the second Death Star might have still be down. Because I think eventually they would have won. Like, Luke winning in this moment doesn't change it. But I feel like 
Darth Vader and Palpatine, they still they still uh, live. They'll yes. Another day, which means the Empire is destroyed. But it's interesting. I thought this scene was interesting because they're both trying to like convince them, convince Luke to join the dark side. And I really like how dark Luke was this whole film because it's like, holy shit, he's he just slaughtered a bunch of people, you know? Yep. Like he a bunch of people, things, creatures. Beans, you know, beans, yeah. beans. He just murdered a bunch of them for just reasons, sure. But he did murder them. Didn't really feel bad about it. He, the way he just went, handled the whole Java situation, you're like, oh, he's kind of dark. And you see that. And I, I do really appreciate this film for doing that. Yeah. And I do like the whole nuance that they're trying to join them. But <laughs> Vader and Palpatine are very, like, into their religion that is being a Sith. Yes. That is the dark side. And it's just interesting because I, I don't look at it like... It looks like two two different cults trying to get this young boy the chance. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Like, <laughs> short, and it, short and simple. It's two different cults trying to chase after this boy's hopes and dreams. And like growing up, it's like, oh, it's good and evil. It's dark and light. And it's like, is it though? When you some see some of their actions, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, that's what I think too. Like That's why I like Andor so much. Mm-hmm. Too that does a really good job of explaining both. It does. It shows like for a rebellion to happen, a lot of bad shit happens has to happen. Yep. And like you have to do bad things. And he's like, I'm doing bad things so that this universe is better. I'm going to hell or whatever Star Wars equivalent to hell is. Yeah. I'm going to that place, but I'm doing it for the greater good of the people. So those people don't have to. Yeah, exactly. I fucking love that show. But this is more simple. We'll get to that one. Do, it's a little bit more simple. Did you ever do an Andor review? Oof. It's uh, coming. I did a fresh take. You did a fresh it. take. Oh, you did. But we we could do an Andor like episode. Love Andor. That was my favorite one of all time. Not yes. Star Wars. Like it's up. There. It's number one. I don't know if I'd say it's my favorite, but it's, God, it's, yeah, it's one good. Me, it's, it's the good. best one. Yeah. It might be if you rank projects, it's either Empire Strikes Back or Andor. Yeah, I agree. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Continue with the scene. Ewoks, the little Hobbit people that allowed this yep, technically they, to happen. Uh, they they win. I don't know how to like describe the story. It's really cool how like you see like Han Solo, Leia, they're running away. Yeah. And, like, so what do you think of the Ewoks? Let's think about that for a sec. Because now I'm curious. Like, what I think about the Ewoks? Yeah. Again, really cool lore. Um, it's, cool lore. Cute cuddly creatures. It's kind of like almost cute and cuddly. Like they almost went too much into it but there is an aspect of it like hey these are just native species having to fight this war they didn't ask for this they all just came yeah hobbit like they're just they're just there and there was like this one scene and i think of uh i think of my ex-wife because she was really in the ewoks and the way she just like described that scene because she was just like anytime we watch this film this was her favorite film and like when Widget, I think Widget is the Ewok, the main Ewok that we follow. Yep, yep. When his buddy died, and he's just like all sad about it. Like I just, I don't know. I think of her in this aspect of it. Yeah, and she's <laughs> just like, it's just so sad. It's just so sad. The sad cuteness. <laughs> they like, definitely leveraged that. They did, and I'm like, it is sad, and it's like these these native beings had no place, but they are like, you know what? Hey, these this invasive species here will help you out. So it's really cool to see like the rebellion work with it and kind of really, yeah, places. turn it to become more to make them good too. But I, like I said, I think they're more like just neutral. They're like Sweden. 
Yeah, they're more neutral, but they they decided to join the allies. The yeah, rebellion. decided to. And the rebellion it shows them that they're good. Yeah, it shows them like, hey, good. we're trying to just drive them off this planet too to build, yep. to defeat the shield generator, which they did. Which then, boom, the rebellion's like, all right, we're ready. But no, do you want to say it, General Akbar? No, it's a trap. The battle station's operational. Yeah, which is actually a huge plot twist. Like they were like, oh no. We were expecting this. We were hoping you'd go. You'd hoping you'd take you send your people down there. And I just love how strategic it was. It was like, oh, everybody, go to the ships, go to the uh, star, the star, not Starfleet, Star Destroyers. Yep. Go to the Star Destroyers. So if they take, a, if they try to kill us, they take out their ship too. So it's really cool to just see like the battle plans and all played out. Like it actually feels like Star Wars. It actually feels like a real war, right? Like a lot of times, like we see Star Wars strategies. But- in place, yeah. Like you, this aspect of it actually feels like a war story, but it's definitely overtaken by Luke's story. Yes, definitely. And Luke's story is probably the best part about this whole film. Him, Emperor Darth Vader, he's fighting, and there's one scene where like he runs away and he like hides in the shadows, and Darth Vader is like this tall figure. He's digging or he's um lowering his head so he doesn't bump his helmet on the scene and it just looks it looks really silly because he looks like he's trying to play hide and seek with his son yep he's like where are you <laughs> you can't hide forever luke <laughs> he's just looking over every corner it's just yes like, very it's, true like you ever watch adventure time yes um <laughs> the cat come here frank the human i approximately know where you are Oh, I thought you'd be here. like that's what yeah exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what that scene is. <laughs> it's just like Darth Vader's just like, where are you? And oh, in the jumps, forest. Oh. He jumps up on, and the Darth Vader actually shows his power and destroys. Like he throws the he does the lightsaber throw, which I think is the only time we've seen the lightsaber throw in the original trilogy. Yep, kills the, the catwalk. Then he talks about like Luke's like, I'm not gonna be a part of your you know dark yep. cult. I'm already a part of a cult. I'm pretty happy with my cult. I'm a Jedi. I like my cult. I joined it. It was a fun cult. <laughs> I'm the only one. I am the last cult member. Yep. They should have named it that instead of Last Jedi. The last, last cult. cult member. <laughs> member. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Not really. Unsure. Uh, question mark. Question mark. Question mark. But I really, I really like this. Is like, oh, you have another. Yep. Your sister. Leia. Well, she will join the dark side too, and that just pisses Luke off. And you see the rage, and you see the rage built into him. And he takes out Vader. He takes out his hand. The screen goes into his hand, notices his robot arms, and he stops. And he reflects, and the camera shows this. And he yep. drops his lightsaber down. I will say that scene in the camera at work, fucking beautiful. I love storytelling that's just show. Yeah, just shows you. You don't have to. Like he realizes he's becoming his father. He yeah. gave into his anger. He gave into his hate. Yeah, and he realized it. He stopped and he put it down. And I actually really like that they played this whole dark side Luke, and intentionally or not intentionally, I don't even know at this point, but it works. Yeah, it worked really well, I think. And like that's where he's like, I'm not doing this. Became the better man, basically. So, so in that be sense, it. 
as he does a little hand gesture. He's in the lightning. I don't know how I feel about Vader in this moment. Yep. And I wish we would have got Vader's perspective a lot more. Yeah. And the only really perspective we got is when he's doing his scenes in Empire Strikes Back, which I wish I forgot to completely touch on, where he's in that little pod, the black and white pod, and he's doing shit. Like, he's just meditating in his little pod, and he's doing his evil self. Yep. Like, it's his own command center. Fucking awesome. I just wanted to point that out, because I realized we didn't talk about it. I'm like, that's cool. That's dope as hell. But we don't get any perspective on Anakin Skywalker. Not in these moments. And I'm like, I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what he's doing. And it's kind of like, I'm not saying this brings the movie down, but it's kind of a shame because when he turns, right, when he comes back to the light side, it's like we get it from Luke's perspective, but it's hard to To find it realistic. Believe in. He's so evil. And all of a sudden he turns because of, yeah. And he's redeemed. Mm -hmm. The movie acts like he's redeemed. And I remember pausing the movie, turning to my wife, because we were watching it together, and be like, is Anakin redeemed here? I don't think he is. The, this dude murdered several Jedi. This dude murdered... He blew up planets. He blew up planets. He killed younglings. In the comics and the, the like video games, he murders and injures so many people. He murdered the Tusken Raiders, women and children. Yep. Is he redeemed here because he saved his son? No. No. Fuck no. He turned for selfish reasons. He turned evil for selfish reasons. He turned evil. He turned to the dark side to save Padme. Yep. And then he turned back to the light side to save his son. He's not redeemed. But he no, acts by means. They, they make him seem redeemed, but yeah. I was like... And then he throws Palpatine Guys. down, which... Yep. Never like the end. Like the scene worked until like the ending, where I'm like, oh, I feel like it could have been better. I feel like it could have been done better too. And like I give it for granted too. And or like, more of a still... surprise turn scene, like how it happened, because yeah. it was kind of like, oh, is it? If you're in Star Wars, never throw people down a dark cylinder that like seems like it has no ending. Never throw them down. They don't die. Yep. Darth Maul didn't die. The Emperor didn't die. Luke didn't die. No one dies if you fall down a dark cylinder. They're still alive somehow. Anyway, that's besides the point. Could have been a different scene for sure. What did you think of the scene, though? What was your thoughts on it? Well, I thought it started started out pretty decently, but I think the, the building of the turn was weak. There should have been more of like a... Well, coming back from the last movie to this movie... I mean, you're coming off a huge, mm-hmm. uh, this was supposed to be a huge uh, light kind of brain. I'm trying to think how they would make this turn better. I feel like if they would have gave some insight from the Darth Vader's perspective. Yeah, I agree with you. That's where I come back to the Darth Vader's perspective. Like, should have showed him even before that, like, questioning a little bit more what is good. Basically, we just need more Darth Vader scenes. Yeah. We needed Darth Vader in, like, the beginning aspect of this movie. Yeah, instead of that Jabba Hutt weird thing, you could have been did more about well, Darth like Vader questioning. Darth Vader thing. mixed in with Jabba the Hutt. Or you could have showed both Luke and Vader, I guess, it's, you know, their, their progression through this. Yeah. It would have been... Like, you could have shown Luke going dark and Vader slowly turning more light would have been cool. Mm-hmm. And changing up the plans a little bit and changing how they were doing stuff or changing the people. Exactly. Subtly. 
and bring it up to this light moment where they team up together at the end where Palpatine's thinking that and Darth Vader is like the twist turner does it that way. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been way more epic. And it would have made sense. You'd have been like, Vader's like, no, we've got to protect it. Yeah. We, we need him alive or something weird like that or something small and it grows and you're like midway through you kind of see like they're both at their critical point where they could tip. Mm-hmm. And now that's when they meet, and then that hand thing happens, and Luke stops. And then you see like the tip goes to the light side, you know. Yeah, and it shows that'd Darth, be cool. It shows like Darth Vader like turning in this moment too. Like you see the mask, and you see him thinking, but you can't. You don't like it's just the mask. Yeah, and you see like the There's thought no... process of like how can we do this then because they already took off and the ship started. Yeah, they do their best to try to like show that Darth Vader is like thinking about it. Yeah, like they pander on the mask, but there's no expression there, and so he just turns and kills. He goes like, "No!" Yep, <laughs> there's just this silly no, which are like, "Oh, okay, that's where the Revenge of the Sith no comes from." No, down he goes. He's like, "Ah!" <laughs> yeah, and that's like, what I think of this ending scene though. Like, but I never built that because both Vader and Emperor's like strike. We'll take over the Emperor and rule the Empire together. Or, like, the Emperor's like, kill Vader. Kill him. Kill him. Yep. It's like, goddamn, how does this work? Like, you both know there's, like, the thing of two, and you're both trying to recruit him. Like, you guys should know you're trying to betray each other. Yeah, exactly. Kill like, him instead. Wait, why do you both want to turn him at this point? Because, like, as soon as you turn him, one of you got to go. Yeah, exactly. And, like... It, like, that's what I think about the scene too like it had a couple of flaws in there that was a very good flaw to point out because that's very true I was thinking about that too and I think about it Sith though makes sense like why Why just two you should definitely have more than two the Jedi has like thousands yeah it doesn't stop the fact that Palpatine killed them all but tidbit yeah kill Vader like what why defeats the whole purpose of what happens so there's a couple other things one the love confession with Leia is like oh I like Han is like do you love Luke I do, I do love him. Oh well, when he gets here, like when he gets here, it's okay. He's like, no, no, no. He's my brother, and he's like, oh. It's like, wait, how? How does people <laughs> trust in this? Like, what? He's your brother? What? Yeah, I would be like Han. I'd be like, oh. And the whole confession too, like before Luke leaves, is like, you're my sister. It's like, no, who would believe that? Who told you this? A crazy old frog in the forest? Yeah, no kidding. That changes a little bit. Like, all right. That's what I said when they decided to put that in there. It's like, I don't think that was... Was that thought through? Or did they just like, I'm going to change wasn't. it? It doesn't work as well. Like, it's cool thinking of them as, like, twins now. But, like, it just... Didn't work. It doesn't work It was a very well. ad-lib thing that I was, it's like... added in. You got to play toy around with incest. Like, yeah, it was very uh, weird. I will say that was weird. It, it's weird watching now. And I think it's weird back then. I think they acknowledged it because they made the change. And they're like, oh, we want to make Leia important for reasons. Like, why? She's already, like, a rebel leader. She could have just been a badass rebel leader she's and left now, it at that. Like, she's a thing of a love triangle. Like, it doesn't need to be the fact that Leia and Luke are twins. Yeah. I don't mind it now because I like the lore of it and, like, what they did with it. But, but yeah, it was time, weird at the time. Yeah. It was after. But Vader burning is weird. Because yep. Luke takes... Well, we're going to hit ourselves. Luke sees Vader and they have their little moment. It doesn't quite land for me when I watch it. Because it's like... It doesn't feel earned. Like Vader being like, oh, Luke, my son, you know? Like, yep. you turned me. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel... It doesn't land for me. 
and I love the OG trilogy, but like Vader turning doesn't land. Get him, yeah. He doesn't get a full redemption off that, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, he did, he gets a redemption, but he doesn't deserve it. He, yeah. does, he hasn't earned it, nor narratively it seems. Um, Vader burning is weird because he's an enemy. I know it's Luke's father, but it's weird that he gets a ceremony with the mask on too. Yep, like it's iconic. Vader burning in the fire, like it's especially with the fact after Mustafar. Yeah, exactly. Mustafa. <laughs> it it rhymes. That's, that's Star how. Wars. It rhymes. Uh, <laughs> I, okay. Star Wars. I have two other things. Little nitpicks. There was fires in the trees in the tree forts. And I'm like, wait, how the fuck are they having like a bonfire on their tree fort? Wouldn't everything just burn? It's all yeah, wood. The ending there, I'm like, yeah. And then the whole galactic ending with like um, CGI and stuff. You see the um, Gungans, uh, Naboo. You see Coruscant. You see another planet that also looks like Coruscant, but I forget. I don't think it is Coruscant. Yeah, I think even the people there too. And. I- I kind of like how it fits with everything. It fits everything together, but it doesn't fit the original trilogy because the scope of the original trilogy wasn't that big. Yep. It wasn't that big at all. And so it just doesn't fit. That whole the whole scope they brought everything in was weird. Like, I thought uh, that the, ND, the extra special people they put in there, like Kwai Jin, young Anakin, weird. Yeah, the uh, young Anakin, they bring Hayden Christensen back for yep. that role. They don't bring in the original Vader. Also, the fact that, like, oh, he's redeemed now? Like, oh, Obi-Wan's just like, oh, hey, Anakin, welcome to the Force Coast Club. Welcome, way to be good now. Thanks for killing the Emperor. I knew you'd get the balance. Yeah. Thank you for killing the Emperor that's not actually dead yet. You know, we'll forgive you for all your sins. Yeah, it's not like you murdered your wife. It's not like you murdered all these children. Yeah, definitely. Forgive <laughs> It's just... All right. What do you give this rating? Uh, I also went with the original trilogy. I went with a three plus. That's exactly what I gave it. I think this movie is, it's good. Well, the last movie, the original trilogy, sorry, three plus. Yeah. That's good. It's good. It's borderline great. There's great moments. There's great moments in the scenes, great fights. But it, the pacing in this film is bad. Yes. It goes from this... The pacing, and then again it goes back to some questionable storytelling that was like... Use a lot of narratives, a lot of plot devices to get characters. Luke, like, hey, I have to meet these guys. It's like, no, you don't. But, like, for the story, they couldn't think of something better. And they just kind of jump into this galactic war. War right afterwards. Right after the scene. It just doesn't fit well. Like... There could have been a lot of different scenes in between the Jabba Hut thing that would have made everything piece together, or they could have just took the Jabba Hut scene out of it. Or if they could have just killed Han in the first place and had the guts to do so, they would have done their own thing. I do like that scene, the first scene, but I feel like just the pacing just is off in this. Seems, film. yeah, it's 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 different. Where where do you rank these films? Like one, two, three. Like what do you mean? Like how would you rank these films? Like, what's the best one, second one? Like we have Oh, what is the best one? I mean, we know the ratings, obviously. The best one's going to be The Empire Strikes Back. Um, give New Hope, and then, yeah. Yeah, that's my rankings, too. I think New Hope is just cleaner. There's a lot of flaws with Yeah, there's it. a lot of flaws, but it's cleaner, and it's the setup film that set this whole thing together. Yeah, whereas, like, this last Which film... Which I both give these, both these films, both 3+. This film, like, this last film kind of gives, like, its finale... 
of sorts. Yeah, The Return of the Jedi. It's But it's such an odd pacing film with everything else. Yeah. I think so. I think it's last. I mean, more of a thing about it, I'd probably give this a three in versus three plus if I had to distinguish. That's fair. If I had to distinguish, but it'd be there's, harder. There's but great, I'll leave it at three plus, though. I give it three plus because I'm like, there's there's aspects where I'm like, there's great aspects to this. Yes. But I think like push comes to shove, I'd give this a three over a four. That's why it's a three plus. But yeah, like if someone's like, no, there's it's not a great film whatsoever. I might actually agree with them if they pushed, but I, I would give it a three plus. Right. Yeah, if they push on it, like in, in any stars, you push any stars, you can always lower your standards. But All right, MVP of the last film, Luke. I agree. I agree. I agree with Luke. Who is your MVP of the whole trilogy? MVP of the each entire film. Each film has its own MVP. Who's the films? Who's the trilogy's MVP? This trilogy. Well, I think the MVP. If you put this trilogy as a whole, is Leia. Oh. She's the Kickstarter of everything. She she's uh she's the one who had the plans. She's the one that had the plans, had the motive, been working on it for a long time. She's the rebellion leader who's the one who got Luke in the rebellion, who got Han into the rebellion. She brings everybody in. She's the key cog. I like Leia. I thought about Leia. I'm like Leia definitely deserves an honorable mention. I think I feel like it's either Vader or Luke. To be MVP of this whole thing. The only thing I can't give to Raider Vader is because of the last film. They didn't do Vader justice. So is it Luke over Luke or Leia then? I'd say Luke or Leia, but Leia. <sighs> I didn't, we didn't give Leia an MVP for each film because she was always there. But I she think over like, the structure, she was like second or third. She was always time. second or third in every film. But overall, that's why I give her first. On all the right, you I don't know if I can give Leia the MVP of the whole film. I think it's still Luke, but Leia is definitely honorable mention. Yeah, I can see we can give it to Luke too. Like Luke definitely had the most growth, but I think Luke in the first one, hmm, eh, eh. the second <laughs> so one even sometimes so naive. I will say when he did it, the third one, he did a phenomenal. Mark Hamill yeah. did a phenomenal job with Luke. So it's like I, I think overall Leia's was consistent across too much for me to not give her the role of MVP overall. All right, she is the finals MVP. Finals MVP. All right, last couple thoughts. Do these films still hold up? Oh, that's actually a tough question. The more and more I watch them, the more and more I question it, actually. Yeah, I think the more with age, the more it gets older. Yeah, it gets older. I mean, I'm still a Star Wars fan. I like they're going new and trying to keep the original lore. But I think at, at a certain point level... They try to keep it too original and to modernize it to keep it going. I, was, I think Star Wars is a dying breed, if you were to ask me. Yeah, well, sci-fi. Yep, sci-fi hero ship at all is, is going. I mean, it's kind of dying now, too, overall. Um, Just like Star Wars, the brand. is. Yeah. It's alive and strong because of The Mandalorian and the shows by Dave Filoni, but the, the movies are a struggle. Yeah, the movies are a mess. I mean, they could say that, well, they made a billion in the first awakening or whatever. I think these movies still hold up, but I found myself finding the prequels more enjoyable. And I, it feels weird saying that. But I, As an adult, yeah. I enjoyed, I just enjoyed, like, the lore of it more. Like, I'm, the story. I, I look at it, I'm like, it's crap, but. All right, we talked about Vader being redeemed. Excuse me. I mean, not redeemed, but was redeemed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he's redeemed. Didn't really quite work. I know we talked about it already. It just doesn't hold up. He's redeemed no. at the end. Luke turned dumb, and it's like it, it. It doesn't. 
doesn't give it enough redemption for me. Like, if someone does that in our world, it'd be like redeeming Hitler. I'm like, Hitler is amazing. Go to heaven, Hitler. Proud of you. Basically, yeah. I'd be like, um... I mean, Hitler, I don't like making the Hitler comparison often, but yeah, I think if you, in terms of history, Hitler, more like, I don't know who Hitler's second in command is, because Vader's technically second in command, like, the Emperor and Hitler would be more one-on-one. But it would, it's pretty equivalent, though, yeah. Vader to Hitler. <laughs> and, not, like, I don't think there's a lot of things that Hitler can do that would redeem him. Especially saving his own son who's fighting him. I mean, sure, you could... Yeah, it just seems, like, unrealistic that that level of person can realistically turn back from all that. Unless mm-hmm. they showed him do really good stuff afterwards, but no, they're like, he's dead. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's it? Like, he didn't have to do anything else to be redeemed? Are you sure? Are you positive? <laughs> you're absolutely sure. He didn't have to do anything else. Show me a little bit more than that. I'm pretty sure both Yoda and Obi-Wan would be like, yo. He didn't try to reset, you know? We, like, we're happier in the light side, but we, we got some major questions for you, man. Yeah, Bill. All right, a couple more questions, because this is getting a little bit longer. Was Boba Fett wasted? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. easily. Easily, was. he would have been a. Mentioned him in Endor, fighting with the Empire. Would have been a kind of cool like Han versus Boba moment in the like, or even if Boba died because Han like just adequately outgunned him. Yep, would have been great. Not there. No, they kind of let Boba, one of the coolest characters they've ever brought in the Star Wars, that we thought was really cool, just kind of like bloop. All right, Don't I, need him anymore for the story. Gone. I have one more comment one, and one more question. Trilogy, obviously, it was not planned. First one was supposed to be the first one. Sister wasn't supposed to be a sister. But it was planned once they, like, the fifth one. or The episode, second one definitely had a second episode one. Episode five. Like, once that movie, like, yeah. We're Emperor Strikes Back, there was a movie coming. You yep. know. All right, well, last question. Spinoff movies. Does it hurt or help the original trilogy? I think it helps. Like, Rogue One? Yep. I think that's fantastic. Like, I want to know how it's, like, Perspectively wise, it makes me feel a little bit validating watching these movies because it does add some of that back, which I think that's what keeps these movies livable and keep on living on. Yeah. I said if they didn't do that, these movies I don't think would be as pro ass as they are mm-hmm. today in the world. And I actually They would have fell off. I really if appreciate they didn't have those. solo more watching these films. Yeah. You know, like just the little tidbits and nods. And they didn't have to do either one of those films. And I think Rogue One they did a, a pretty good job or we'll save it for part three or part four, whatever we decide. And Solo, I think, did a good job, too. I guess. Yeah, those, those other films did a better job in the storytelling than these new trilogies. I think... Yeah, it was a little more... Um, like, I think that's where a lot of people are like me right now. Consistent. I don't want the Skywalker story. Skywalker saga. It was buttoned up in the first six. Should have not been in the third. Should have not been in the third one. Except for The Last Jedi. I, th- I did like that, but they didn't really need to tie into it. Yeah. All right, any more thoughts on Star Wars? We gotta wrap it up. We're uh, at the two hour mark. No, no mas. That's it. That's no all I got. Mas. Yeah, I don't have much more. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. It's been two hours. It's been a long time. This one's been a long one. Yeah. Oh well. You know. But we're time. we're excited. We're just excited to talk Star Wars. I don't know if this one's probably not. Or this one's coming out late August. But then we have part Ahsoka. three. We got part four. That's probably coming out after Ahsoka because we're excited for Ahsoka. Yeah, we'll get to Ahsoka probably before we get. Also, it's weird to think that Ahsoka was, like, alive during this time. Yeah, that's where the the movie's kind of, like... That's why I said the movies are way too heavy focused on the Skywalkers. If they do movies, they got to do something else. 
I wish the scope do was a little Do something else that redeems the Jedi. Please. To be the light. That'd be sweet. Great Jedi, Ahsoka. The original. Or do something about Yoda. All right. Tell us what you think. What is your ratings for Don't Evolve Me? Please tell me on the Facebook page, on the now X Two plus. page. You can tell me on Instagram. I do Don't Evolve Me TikToks now. I do videos. I do ratings there. At some point, these Star Wars films are getting reviewed on TikTok. Probably now for a few months. I still got to do all the MCU. I'm on Phase 2 currently. That's going to take fucking forever, especially once you get to Phase 4 or Phase 5, because I'm doing television shows as well. But yeah. And then there's me. I can always promote my good stuff I'm doing, and I work. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. All right. We are out.